Jinkui is thank you. That's what he... And when he says, Yeg Zimash, that's Polish, apparently. His his intro and exit are Polish. What? Yeg Zimash is how are you. And then he says... When he says... Uh, yeah, Jinkui at the end. That means thank you. You're so good with languages. I just know what it sounds like, baby. I ain't pronouncing that right. Are you recording? You fucker. <laughs> God damn it. Jinkui. <laughs> ah, you got me. the cellar dwellers we are the cellar dwellers and we have just uh finished uh, a bit of a different double feature i'm colby by the way i'm christian i'm sure you know yeah, at this point at this point uh, but if you're checking us out for the first time welcome thank you if they're checking out for the for the first time what do they need to know about this podcast they need to know that this episode is not going to be like any of the others because these movies were not extreme <laughs> no but we're going to try to look at them from the lens from the lens of when they came out yeah, so uh, if this is your first time, know that we typically cover uh, emotionally devastating, uh, viscerally graphic, brutal cinema. Uh, today we're covering Borat and Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. somehow I had seen neither of them yeah, in, uh, in my life. I hadn't seen them in a good ten years, and uh, uh, I... I I threw them into the conversation. Colby agreed because they were remembered for being graphic. They were remembered uh, graphic sexually, graphic in terms of nudity, pushing the limits of an R rating, and being very controversial in the subject matter in terms of the jokes. And, uh, yeah, I mean, anti-Semitism jokes run rampant through this, even though it's made by a Jewish man. Let's just, like, give our... our Props to Sasha Baron Cohen to start with. Phenomenal. Like, like holy shit. Who, yeah. How do you have that much courage? Nerves <laughs> like, of steel. Like, it, we, were, we were talking about this during both yeah. films, that in no way could I ever in a billion years even think about doing the things that he does in nope. character. Nope, not once. Not me, not... <laughs> nope. Could not. Like... I, I said, like physically, I would, I would, I would give the give the ghost. Like your body give would give you, ghost. it would give you away. Yeah, like my face would turn red. I would be trembling. Like something would give it. away. My voice would shake. Like oh, I would stutter so much. I, I don't know how he does it, but holy shit! Uh, these movies came out in two thousand six and two thousand nine, respectively. And in that lens, we were uh, eighth grade ish. Yeah, when Borat came out. Um, Later high school, when uh, Bruno came out, it was the that would have been probably two thousand nine, yeah. beginning of senior year, maybe. Yep. Um, I didn't see it. I, I did see it senior year. I saw it in theaters. Actually, I wow. saw Bruno in theaters. Uh, I did not see Borat in theaters. I was too young. Yeah. Yeah. I was definitely too young, and it, it, you can't overstate <laughs> how much of a cultural impact yeah. Borat had. For for especially people of our age who were you know growing up impressionable at that point, very impressionable <laughs> and I mean and that's not even mentioning the billions and billions of Borat impersonations that yes. we've heard throughout Halloween the years costumes don't worry I'm gonna go and say Christian won't do a Borat impersonation so now that I said it you can't do it I got it out there you can't shit yep sorry I had to do, I had to do it we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how long that lasts. <laughs> we shall see. But uh, but the the point stands that Borat has Borat changed comedy. Borat is a big part of our lives, uh, whether you like it or not. Yeah, and and, and it was similar to, to my experience of watching another movie that had a similar huge cultural impact on people of our age, uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Oh yeah, yeah. Where yeah. it was unavoidable. Unavoidable. You before you saw the movie, you already knew half the lines and half the jokes because all your friends had quoted them. Everybody in the internet was quoting them. It was a weird time because I saw both of those movies very like clearly. I saw Borat uh, fifteen years too late. 
but yeah. Napoleon Dynamite I saw like the next year or something. And I when oh I, I saw Napoleon Dynamite in theaters. And when I finally watched yeah. it, it was like oh, and so I, it was almost the identical feeling watching yeah. it with Borat, but it was unendingly hilarious. The and before we dive in, because I'm most curious about Colby's thoughts, uh, having seen this, because Bruno did not have the cultural impact that Borat no. had whatsoever. No, probably on purpose. Uh, yeah, I think I think the the subject matter is a little too uh, gay for American audiences to that's, put that that's, as bluntly as possible. That's accurate, I yeah. would say. That's uh, a, a, a very accurate statement. But goddamn, is it funny? Um, so I, I think the reason why this was first brought up outside of uh, the the subject matter itself of the films, uh, in terms of how it fits into the podcast, I think it's really interesting to bring up specifically Borat subject matter, the joke style, the content in relation to it being such a cultural smash, and people not realizing the extremity that he's portraying is a lot of the people that are laughing don't realize that he's making fun of them like at all like audience don't realize that he's making fun of them they're just like oh look at that dumb guy not oh that dumb guy's me yes like at all and the the ways that he goes about it is through incredibly crass jokes uh nudity full frontal a lot of male nudity uh uh, a lot of uh, very blunt, uh, shocking, shocking jokes, shocking jokes, racism, yep. uh, anti-Semitism, uh, misogyny. Honestly, you name it. You name it. It's in there. <laughs> He's made a joke. If, about if you something. exist, you could get offended by this movie. Yes. Uh, I I don't. I think it's fucking hysterical. I always have, and I laughed uh, probably just as hard this time as I uh, not as the first time, obviously, but. Of course not. Uh, I that's was, impossible. you know, having never seen these, but knowing about them for so so long, and, and knowing a lot of jokes from them yeah. already, there was a, I knew there was a chance going into it that you know these might not, these might not age well. Yeah. They could very easily be let down. Just go ahead and say that was not the case. I'm so glad to hear that. That was that was so because I didn't ask. I didn't ask if no. you liked them until now. We're discussing this. No, and. Mm-hmm. We'll get into the reasoning, you know, as we as we start to talk about them a little bit. But needless to say, I laughed the entire time. Yeah, and from start to and, like, and some of the stuff we see and hear, more specifically, yeah, is pretty shocking. Yes, but it is also in the lens so, of twenty twenty. It's tame as shit because we have a fucking bet. Well, by the time this comes out, this episode we may not have that guy anymore. Oh, that's true. I'm going to say we no longer have him. Oh, God. And the guys... Oh, fucking Jesus. <laughs> You're putting it out there. I'm putting it out there. Okay. Who boy. This just got real. <laughs> so... <clears throat> in we the, went from Borat to this. Yep. In the past, in 2020, because by the... T- uh, in, in the... In, okay. Just get it out. This movie's tame by today's standards. Yes. That's what I'm saying. It is uh, not... <laughs> Not because of the subject matter, uh, because it's still shocking, it's because we hear it every day now. Yes. And we hear it not in jest. We don't hear it... Uh, his show, did you watch his show at all? Um, Daily G Show? No. Uh, not, it's not called... Oh, the political one. America, this, it's not This Is America, but it's... Something similar yeah, to something that. Yeah, something like yes. that. Uh, no, but I saw a, a decent amount of like clips. I saw a decent amount of clips yeah. from it, yes. So I watched, I watched the first season um, when I saw it Showtime, and it... It's essentially just 30-minute or 45-minute episodes of these movies. Mm -hmm. And seeing it in that lens of, like, today's landscape, like, we we need it now more than ever. (laughs) Watching it now felt so relevant to just... So much is still happening that, like, this... If this was shown today, which it more or less is, because he has the sequel out, at at the taping of this, uh, by the time this episode comes out, the second Borat movie will have been released, right. and I will have seen it. <laughs> Honestly, we, I hope I love. We it. might do a second part, second we, episode. We may do a follow up just to say like, a quick little one, like, "Hey, it's great." This Maybe is we'll do a, a little mini episode. Yeah, that could be fun. See what's going on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think the the current cultural climate is rife for this uh, type of thing, and it's happening again. And looking back on it, it. There's a lot of bad people in this country. <laughs> yeah, the one thing 
if if you can say anything about these movies, is that it exposes a very specific type of person. Of American. Across America, they're everywhere. And there is... They're white. There is nothing more satisfying <laughs> than watching shitty people get made fun of and not know it, necessarily. And they, they have no idea. It is... It, it felt... It made me feel so good yeah. watching it. So, and, and we needed this. To, oh my god, yeah. We needed this so bad. Yes. This is fantastic. It's... it's Ugh. Feels, feels wonderful. The... Uh, the plots of both of these are very basic. Uh, that you don't even need a plot. They are they're they're the basic buddy road trip structure essentially. Uh, both characters are uh, reporters or correspondents of sorts from wherever they are from. So uh, Borat is from Kazakhstan, and uh, Bruno is from Austria. They they go were- to America uh, for their particular circumstances. Borat is just shooting, um, essentially a cross country doc or just like a tourism, just like a tourism yeah. documentary or for something. the embassy of Kazakhstan. Yeah. And uh, Bruno gets he loses his show, so he travels to America and he to wants get, to become a celebrity, become an uber famous celebrity. <laughs> I can't do a great Bruno. Uh, I don't think he can do a great Bruno. <laughs> and that's why it's funny. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's, it's, that's the genius of it. And then from there, it's just, it's foreigner in America, ha ha ha, is the is the setup. But what Sasha Baron Cohen does with that is subvert it and make the joke actually on the, uh, the dumb American, not it, the dumb foreigner. It's like a political jackass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. In, in the best way. Yep. So like, we love Jackass. On yeah, this show. we we were talking about that. Like uh, Jackass, uh, Borat or Sasha Baron Cohen stuff. Eric Andre, like all of this stuff is in the same world. Uh, Jackass is like the least political, obviously. Yes. Uh, Eric Andre is kind of the extre- extreme, <laughs> extreme <laughs> the other side. <laughs> like you got you got the political satire with some crazy bits of Sasha Baron Cohen. You got the crazy bits. Of Jackass, and then you got the absolute batshit insanity of Eric Andre. Yeah. And you got the Dudesons in there somewhere, if you remember those guys. <laughs> Where does Nitro Circus fall? Hey, I never actually watched it. You're missing out, man. It was Is fun. that Rob Deerdick? No, that's Robin Big. Nitro Circus was Travis Pastrana and like all the like extreme Pastrana. sports guys. Not true. Not his name. <laughs> you know what? How dare you insult Nitro Circus? <laughs> I've on never this, seen it. On this podcast? I've never seen it. How can I insult something oh I've never God. seen? Pastrama. I, I can't wait for you to just watch all of it. I think you'll enjoy it. I probably would have a great time. I like a lot of cool stuff. Watch an episode tonight. Where is it at? You can find it. I guarantee you it's streaming somewhere. Is it on Google? <laughs> can I Google it? Uh, you gotta ask Jeeves it. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Cool. Uh, so what were we talking about? Borat? What's Borat? I don't remember. Oh, so What's the full title? You got it up? I got it up. Do I have it memorized? Oh, you need to have it memorized. It's uh, Borat, Cultural Learnings of America for Make Benefit Glorious Nation of Kazakhstan. Woo! So funny. It's wonderful. Like, like from the title, from the opening credits, it's you're laughing. Um, his opening words are fucking phenomenal. Uh, to go through this, I don't want to just do a highlight reel. No, no. I think there's a, there's a few segments we can yep, jump on. That we got to go to. So, um, like, there's a lot of the political stuff yes. that he's getting into. Uh, in Borat specifically, he he <laughs> he goes around New York to some folks and uh, has... Who does he have cheese with? Uh, do you... <laughs> Uh, Aaron, uh, or, uh... The, he's, he was a former Georgia congressman or Yeah, something. I can't remember his fucking name Who right cares? now. Who cares? Yeah, he's a piece of shit. Anyway, uh, gives him cheese and says, Oh, my wife, <laughs> my wife made this. And he's like, oh, very good. And he's like, yeah, she made it with her, the milk of her tit. <laughs> and then just a quick cut of his of his face as he's chewing. The, the genius of a lot of the, the comedy <laughs> in these movies are the quickness of the cuts. Yep. And like the, truly, the silence. Honestly, the reactions, the or lack thereof. Yes. it's oh my god. Like you just live in the uncomfortability of it. Yeah, and it's him, amazing. Him talking to the the group of feminists. Uh, calm down, there, pussy cow. Why don't you smile a bit? <laughs> like, 
Like that's insane. And to me, like that is ex- that, that's an extreme form of I would comedy. Agree. This yes. is how I'm justifying it for the fucking podcast. I'm with you. I'm with you. I think it is. It's an extreme form of comedy. It's very abrasive. It's very aggressive. It's in your face. But at the same time, in those scenes, to me, it's also showing the like acceptance of a lot of good people to try to work with someone like that. And it shows the horrendousness of the people who see that shit, hear that shit, and are like, hell yeah, And brother, go along with it. And go yeah. along with it. <laughs> yes. Uh, you, we see a lot of uh, patient people. A lot of wonderful movies. patient people, specifically uh, the driving instructor. Is, <laughs> oh, he's my favorite. I is, forgot about the driving yeah, instructor. Yeah, that guy's like the best. He's like the most kind, like patient dude. And Borat's like, are you my friend? There's the, that's, okay, great. <laughs> it's there starting. He's like, yeah, we're friends. He's like, are you my boyfriend? He's just like, no. Well, well you know, yeah, yeah I could be sure. your boyfriend. Yeah, yeah I, I could be I your could. boyfriend. You're like, man, this guy's great. What an open-minded guy. What an open-minded he, guy. He is the best. Of, and, but of, then we immediately go to, because, yeah, we could break down on the great line. You fuck my mother. Uh, <laughs> you eat my shit. Or I eat your shit. Uh, <laughs> all the wonderful lines that he yells at other cars. Uh, oh, but that guy even proves himself. He goes, oh, there's a woman. Can we follow her? Maybe have oh, sexy yeah. time. And he goes, a woman has uh, a choice in this country of who she has sex with. And Borat goes, uh, or Borat starts laughing. Yeah, you see you see him break for uh, just a second. You can tell that he's proud that the guy yes. like responded so like normally and like not like a piece of shit he's like wait how do i make a joke out of this yeah so borat just starts laughing and the guy goes that's good right and borat goes not for me <laughs> which is terrible but very very it's funny. terrible but the character is is so naive so dumb dumb and just dumb let's just ta- dumb. let's talk about the walk okay so <laughs> the amount of physical comedy within his performance of both of these characters is phenomenal. He like, Borat's walk, the way his knees and like ankles move, I don't understand what he's doing. It's like, okay, here's, I'll try to describe it. It's like when he picks up his knees to pick up each leg, his ankles are just limp <laughs> with each, with each it's one. So, so it's yes. like, it's like they just dangle for a quick second before landing. Yeah. It's, that's it's, the closest way I think I can describe it. And I think that's pretty accurate. It's incredibly specific. And I think you're right. He just embodies the character so yeah. much that the walk is... And he does it every time. It's so unsettling and weird that you just <laughs> laugh when you just see him. He's not even making a joke. It's just a walk. But it's, it's the so, way he's... It's and his so arms are like straight by his sides and he's doing the... Oh my God. And then of course, I mean like Bruno is just the biggest like... Flamboyant. Yeah, like yeah. he's just doing everything at all you've times. Ever seen. And he again fully embodies the character. Which is definitely extreme uh, in its uh, potential offensiveness. Yeah. Like, I mean, and him doing... I mean this is a, this is a Jewish British man uh, doing a Middle Eastern character and doing a gay man. And he is a heterosexual man. Like there's... There's a lot here <laughs> that's not great. It's complicated. It's very complicated, and there's a lot to be said about uh, what is and isn't okay in comedy, but we're not those fucking people uh, to be having that conversation. No. It would be one thing if, uh, you know, Sasha Baron Cohen was, like, a shitty person and yeah, was a bad dude. Like, we, yeah, yeah, we... We've watched things by people who are shitty, but we, and yeah. we acknowledge the shittiness of those people. Exactly. But Sasha Baron Cohen, for all we know and from all we've heard, is like a really smart, uh, like understanding. And his message is not uh, uh, sinister. No, he, it's not. It's not uh, backhanded. And half the time, I mean, specifically with Borat, the biggest butt of the joke are the Jewish people, and he himself is a Jewish person. And you said you mentioned, I think before we started recording, that Israel really likes Borat, the movie. Apparently it did really well because he's not speaking um, uh, the language of Kazakhstan. He's speaking Hebrew and it uh, <laughs> apparently he has a lot of in-jokes in there that uh, were a huge hit in Israel. That's so funny. That it, yeah. Gotta he, learn, I gotta learn Hebrew just for this. I, I wish there were, well... I looked it up, and if you put on the Hebrew subtitles, oh, yeah. please explain this because it 
we didn't we didn't watch it, but the explanation no. of it is almost funnier than. <laughs> and I have the DVD, and I'm I'm very tempted to uh, just read it again because I need to hear it. Yeah, one more time. it's it's insane. So if you uh, go to the DVD's language menu and you hover over, I think it's the Hebrew subtitles specifically. Uh, a the <laughs> the screen starts flashing and a message starts repeating. Uh, God, Jew in facility. <laughs> And the subtitles read, "You, oh God, you have been trapped, Jew. Keep your claws where they can be seen. Do not, do not attempt to shift your shape." Like he's not fucking around. Like it's, it's wild. What this? What I'm about to say, the, the sentence I'm about to say, I never thought that I would say in my whole entire life. But what's funny about the anti-Semitism <laughs> is that. <laughs> Borat. That clip will be isolated and used for later use. Clip that chat. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate that, guys. Um, is yes, it is a Jewish man making these jokes. So I feel better about that. First of all, but first, yeah. but the anti-Semitism jokes in the movie are more, I think, disarming because yeah. Yeah. it's not that he hates Jews. It's like he's scared of them. And, and it's of, like the most backwards, like, mystical, mythical, like, fear. He uses the term, like, warlocks and wizards. <laughs> and Gypsy, he says, and I know that's a slur these days, but, like, it's prominently used. And he's using it in, like, the traditional he's like, traveling He's, like, scared of all of these market people. form. Like, it's... It's a very confused, old-world character. And I think that makes the anti-Semitism, you know... A bit more funny, and it makes me feel less bad about it. If it was just like, like it's like the most stereotypical stuff you can think yes. of is what he is like aping and like really leaning into it. Yes, it's not subtle. No, it's not subtle at all. And like it opens with the whole running of the Jew thing. Yeah, God, about. is that a real thing or do they? No, that's no, <laughs> no. What if? <laughs> what if? No, that. Oh my God, that'd be horrifying. <laughs> If that is real, no. Israel. Whoa. Whoa. Did we just... Nah. Anyway. Is that a demon over there? Whoa. Did we just summon something? Uh, so, yeah. Let's let's get to more specifics within the film. The, uh, the part that I think we both maybe laughed the hardest at throughout Borat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the church scene. Oh, my and God. And for, for obvious triggering. reasons. It's triggering. But, <laughs> and then it's so sad. But I've never seen anything so funny. Yeah, you... I'm I'm glad I got to experience that with you for your first time. Because yes. you didn't know about that. No idea. Yeah. That was something I had I had heard nothing about. Nobody makes jokes about that for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> this is the best part. Yeah. Because that's a little touchy. I guess. Uh, yeah, the Christian school I went to didn't make a lot of jokes about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, uh... Mentioned before or during us watching this that uh, this movie did have a lot of uh, repercussions in real life um, with folks that were involved slash featured. The involved is when he goes to this uh, news room. (laughs) (laughs) You lost it here, too. This scene was incredible. You're right. Again, none of this is extreme, but it's extreme in the fact that... He pulled this shit off and on live TV. On live TV, and he's got nerves of steel. Like just it's insane. It's so, so he, it's so impressive. So he goes on this this morning news show. Just it's tomfoolery. It's absurd. He interferes with the weather guy. It's it's amazing. The weather guy is, is another likable uh, victim. He takes it well. Yes. He's very funny. He's, yeah, he 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 plays it off very well. Yeah. And uh the story goes that the person who booked that segment got fired. That's such a bummer. They, yeah. I feel bad for that That person. sucks. And uh, ad- additionally, the frat boys that pop up uh, deservedly, I believe, got expelled. The very, very misogynistic frat boys. The very drunk misogynist, like scary misogynistic. Another are better than a woman. <laughs> Another one that Sasha Baron Cohen just melts into character yeah like with like they he just lets them get hammered and the, talk this is also where he starts uh, the concept of uh him wanting to the concept of virginity comes up that is a through line also in bruno <laughs> that of, comes up there's a lot of talk of virgins in both of these movies oh my god it's so fucking funny because uh as if 
you've seen Borat. Like, I'm just assuming yes. you've seen I was Borat. An, I was an outlier yeah. in this. Uh, I won't be surprised if you haven't seen Bruno, but I am assuming you've seen Borat. So yeah. you know that the the thin plot revolves around him wanting to get Pamela Anderson. So when he's with the frat boys, and he's like, I can't wait to find her and take her virginity. Uh, <laughs> they, <laughs> they, they show him the sex tape of her and Tommy Lee, and uh, he's very upset. Uh, they like comfort him. They yeah, they like comfort him. He's like, I gotta go. Like they like drop him off somewhere, and that's when that dude's like, "You're better than a woman." Yeah, those guys suck. Those guys fucking sucked. I'll do it. I don't give a fuck. And that was in reference to uh, putting a piece of cheese in your dick hole and letting a, a mouse eat it out. Well, he said you put a you put a little piece of cheese in the tip Ooh. of your crumb. You know, <laughs> like my friend Lenwood Crumb. Oh, gross. Yeah. That, and his, his wife, Ida Crumb. That's some American psycho shit. Yep. It is. I don't give a fuck. I'll do it. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that dude, I, that guy my friends. Scary. That guy was very scary. That guy was very scary. That guy was very drunk. Yes. I've, 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 in my, in my travels, I've come across many a drunk dude like that. They're very God. intense. Uh, the, my friends and I quoted that line a lot. We thought his <laughs> delivery of that was very funny. I don't give a fuck. Like, it's so intense, and you're like, dude, you're talking about putting cheese in your dick hole and letting a mouse eat it. So I guess I'm saying that. That's pretty extreme, right? Yeah. That deserves, that deserves to be yeah. mentioned. It's not like we see it. We don't see it. There's, you know, like we we said, don't know if he of, follows through. He might, have, he might have done it later. <laughs> he may have thought, maybe that's why they got expelled. Not the blatant misogyny? Not the blatant misogyny and representing their uh, um, college in a terrible light. Oh, well, then the school is just kink-shaming. Exactly. That's what it comes down to. Yes. So yeah, those guys got in trouble, and uh, apparently, like, just various people, well, a lot of people for, between both films sued. I'm sure people lost their jobs. People just keep suing. He keeps getting in trouble with the law. It's whatever. Uh, I do believe the shoot for uh, Bruno was more dangerous for them, though. They they take more. They take bigger swings. And they take way bigger swings. Though I did read uh, IMDb trivia. Grain of salt here. <laughs> that the FBI had a file on Sasha Baron Cohen due to the amount of uh, reports they were receiving of a Middle Eastern man traveling cross country in an ice cream truck. 2006 was such a fucking racist time. Oh my god! And apparently it still is because he's still it, making this shit. It's true. Uh, let's let's talk about the rodeo scene real quick. The rodeo scene starts with a bang with just straight up homophobia. And uh, Islamophobia and uh, With that xenophobia guy. and yep. just every phobia that you can throw in there except for arachnophobia. Somehow they let this Kazakhstani reporter decide Why? to sing the national anthem <laughs> at this rodeo. They're asking for what for what happens Why? next. Why? Like, and the guys, the 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 cowboy dudes giving him advice like don't grow don't grow a beard because you you'll look too Muslim. He said his mustache is. is too Muslim. He yeah. needs to shave it. He needs well, to shave be- it. Because people will kill them. Yep. That's what he said. Yep. And then we are told that Borat is going to sing the national anthem for the rodeo. And he gets out in front of the whole crowd and he's hyping them up. He's talking about <laughs> killing every single terrorist in the world. Oh my God. He says, uh, uh, he's talking about George Bush and he goes, we in Kazakhstan, we support your war of terror. It's the, oh my God. And they cheer. They call, he calls it George Bush a warlock. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> we support your warlock, George Bush, George W. Bush. May he drink the blood of every man, woman, and children of Iraq. It's and, insane. And this like crowd of just absolute rednecks. Is Lose, eating screaming. It it's eating it so funny. And Borat is wearing this <laughs> American flag button-up button shirt tucked into his jeans with cowboy boots and a big black cowboy hat. And then he says... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the, I'm going to sing the Kazakhstani national anthem to the tune of your national anthem. It's the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> and you're like, it's so bizarre. And you start to see the crowd's faces like, huh? Kazakhstan is the greatest country in the world. All the other countries 
are run by little girls. Kazakhstan is the greatest exporter of potassium. All the other countries have inferior potassium. Kazakhstan! And then it gets cut off. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, you know all of it. I know that part, yeah. (laughs) That's my song for this time. I'll allow that, I guess, because okay. I let you just keep going. <laughs> yeah, you did let me keep going. Um, the the shot of him singing in front of the <laughs> booing crowd <laughs> is Oscar worthy. And he's, he truly. is stone faced, just in character, doing his fucking thing. And then that horse, <laughs> the, the person riding the horse with an American flag just falls over behind him as he's still singing. <laughs> No, it is a perfect movie scene oh, that, that makes fun of the exact right people. Oh my god, it's so fucking funny. It kills me. Yeah, that rodeo scene is essentially like the thesis for his show. Yes. Like, like it's like, watch that scene, we want to do that for ten episodes. That rodeo scene also had a, a, an effect on the director at the time. Oh yeah, 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 we read... <laughs> We read that Todd Phillips was originally directing this fucking movie. Todd Phillips of Old School, The Hangover, and most recently fucking Joker. Uh, Academy Award nominated Todd Phillips. God damn it. Uh, left after apparently shooting the rodeo scene due to creative differences. And we think... What do you that think those creative differences were? Differences I don't were. think he had the balls to keep doing this movie. I think he chickened out. No, Todd Phillips loves the the people of the right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, he, he, wasn't, like, he wasn't trying to piss people off. Yeah, no. You still haven't seen The Joker. I haven't. I'm just not interested. I'm interested in Joaquin's performance. Yeah. Yeah, and I love Mark Maron, so I want to support his tiny role. Either way, it is hilarious that Todd Phillips dropped out after this scene. It's, oh my god, it's so fucking funny. And I mean, I, I get it. <laughs> like, if I was involved, I'd be like, this is too intense like, for me. This, <laughs> this, is, this is probably bad for my career. <laughs> this, is, this is no, this is no, nothing good. Because at this point, I didn't know who Sasha Baron Cohen really was. I was not familiar with Ali G until after I saw this. But what we probably knew him from before was Talladega Nights. Yes. That was all I knew of of him. I didn't know uh, what Dally G show was. This is 2006, right? Yeah. Um, no, I didn't know what the Ali G show was. Talladega Nights also came out in 2006. Then I only saw the Talladega Nights, obviously. Yeah. And his character is incredible in that movie as well. <laughs> I, I always forget that he's in that fucking movie. Um, yeah, so he... Oh, God, he was also in Madagascar. <laughs> he was a voice in Madagascar. Two iconic roles in the same year? Wow. Well, that was the year prior, I guess. 2005. Okay, yeah. Well, Talladega Nights and Borat came out in the same year, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's, it's range. And then the next year, he did Sweeney Todd. Oh, yeah, he was in Sweeney Todd. This dude's too talented. Yeah, he's so fucking good. So fucking good. And then the and then two years later, he did Bruno. Just crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. I had, th- I had assumed that Bruno came out later, but no, I, we were still in high school when Bruno came out. Yeah, my senior year, because I, I, I distinctly remember seeing it in a very sparsely populated theater. Yeah, what was that theater experience like? Uh, the people that were there knew what they were getting into, and they enjoyed it. That's good, that's yeah, good. I, I, went, I saw a very, like, the crowd was laughing. They, they, knew, <laughs> they knew what they bought that's a ticket helpful. to. Yeah. Uh, it was originally NC-17, and then he had to re- re-cut yes, it. Yes, uh, both movies were, apparently. Um, that makes sense. There needs to be an unrated version. I'm going to throw that out there. Yeah, I... I'm surprised one doesn't exist already. Yeah, and like I was telling Colby the deleted scenes, <clears throat> specifically on Borat, because I watched them a lot. I watched the Bruno <laughs> deleted scenes as well uh, back in the day, but I don't re- really recall them as being anything significant. Mm-hmm. The Borat ones made me laugh, though, because one was the dog one I told you about. <laughs> Where he's like at an animal shelter trying to get a dog, and he's like looking. He's like, I just want like, uh, <laughs> I just want like a good protector, like a companion, like an intimate relationship, and then something. And then when he's served his purpose, I kill him and eat him. And they're just like, what? No, you cannot have a fucking dog. Describe the other one that was uh, like five minutes oh, long. It's it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen, personally. But I under I completely understand why it had to be cut from the movie because it would have killed the pacing. Yes. But he goes to a supermarket, uh, and oh my god, the poor manager or whoever's fucking talking to him. These it's people. Just, oh. These poor poor. These are the patient people. These are the kind people. Yes. 
he's showing him around, and Borat's never seen a supermarket before, so he's going down the aisles, and he gets to the dairy aisle, and he, like, grabs a pack of cheese, and you know how dairy aisles are, how they're set up, so it's just rows of individual packs of cheese. So he goes, what is this? He goes, oh, that's cheese. And then he goes to the next one. And this? (laughs) That's cheese. Oh, and what about this? Uh, That's also cheese. Oh, what about this? This is not cheese. Uh, no, that's cheese. And th- for like, and then he goes down the whole aisle, and then goes back, <laughs> and then goes down the whole thing, and then skips over and gets into the milk. What is it? That's also milk. That's- and then it's just like, oh my god, hysterical. The patience is on both of them, the I performer love- and <laughs> the fucking like. God damn. The- <laughs> for some reason, that reminded me of the. That's an incredible scene. I, I need. I need, I need to, to show. Yeah, yeah. I, you need to see it. But. Uh, you mentioned silence earlier, and Bruno yeah. has the greatest <laughs> moment of silence. Not moment, moments, <laughs> plural, of silence. In, Specifically in a on the long hunting time. trip. That's exactly what I'm talking yeah. about. So, Bruno... Yeah, it, we'll jump ahead. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The both, movies are not yeah. that different. We'll just jump from whatever we Yeah, it's just different it. characters. Yeah, it's yeah, just different characters. But, so Bruno has... Uh, Joined these three, like, very southern, they're from Alabama. Very straight. <laughs> very straight. Very straight. And Bruno is very gay. Uh, but not here. He's not trying here. to be He's very straight. He's trying to be straight. Which... According to them, he is straight. Yes. Because he has told them very bluntly that he loves vagina. <laughs> that is true. He keeps saying vagina. And they don't... Do you prefer the vagina or the mammary They glands? don't correct him. <laughs> And like the vagina. What? The one guy goes, the what? The, the what? And he goes, you know, the woman's vagina. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, I'll, yeah. I like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Donnie. So he's, Donnie, Mark. Donnie and Mike. Donnie and Mike. So, so he spends the day uh, shooting, you know, rabbits and whatnot with them. And then they're camping. <laughs> and they're sitting around a fire. This is just like just like the Sex in the City girls, <laughs> and they're like, "No, it's not." <laughs> that is, oh Donnie, who would you be? I'm not anybody. I'm Donnie. That is such a Samantha thing to say. <laughs> and then he's talking about the stars, and he says, "The star, don't the stars remind you of <laughs> all the all, hot guys in the world? All the hot guys in the world." And there is silence a minute, like for, a solid like 45 seconds to a minute of yeah. straight uncut. They don't cut. It's a Solid standalone shot. They do not answer. <laughs> just, and he's just patiently just kind of looking around at them. He's looking at each one of them and cycling back through. And it, shot it, in it, night vision. <laughs> like, it's, it's... Oh, my God. And it's it's fi- extreme intention. <laughs> oh, it's like, amazing. And then he finally says, so are we sharing tents or whatever? And then quickly the guy's like, I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. And then it cuts, finally. And oh. it's... it's <laughs> The funniest part in that whole movie, easily. I died laughing. Oh, my God. Uh, Bruno. Okay, so in terms of extremity, Colby, which is more extreme? I mean, Bruno. Why? Because you see a lot of dong. You see straight up. And not just pictures of dong, like in Borat. Yep, you see. You see full video of it. You see the meat In spin. motion. Yeah, I didn't want to say that, but I guess if you're going to go there, we That's did. what it was called when we were in high school. Listen, I, I didn't go through that phase, man. That was all you. I didn't go through that phase. I just knew about it. People, I never saw Meat Spin until this movie. This is the only mo- This is the only way I've seen Meat Spin. I just knew about it. <laughs> you just don't want to say anything to implicate or. Uh... I don't want to say Meat Spin, but I said. Right. <laughs> I, I, I hate that phrase. It's disgusting. <laughs> but uh, come on, goatee, Meat Spin, but... Lemon Party, Glass Ass. Come stop, on, all the stop, classics. Stop! 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 stop. But. I will say it is accurate in this in this exact intent. <laughs> yeah. So Bruno's moment. Bruno's pitching a talk sh- a talk show, uh, uh, just like an, like an e like an e show. Yeah, like celebrity, yes. like news show, uh, with such segments as looking at like D list celebrities like uh, Jamie Lynn Spears, who was pregnant at the time, and going, uh, "Is this fetus white trash? Should she abort it or keep it?" Uh. <laughs> And and basically they're showing this TV show to a focus group, to a focus group of old white people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and their reactions to it. Okay, so eventually they get to what Christian mentioned earlier, the meat spin, the meat spin. which is just a dick swinging. Like yeah, a f- cut with this like rave music and 
it's literally just a it's a hairless <laughs> shaved just dick and balls close up shot many 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 times of this dick swinging f- flopping around a lot and they keep cutting to the people's reactions to it and it is just hilarious until the dick ends by pointing sh- dick hole right at the camera and the little the little dick mouth goes Bruno! <laughs> It's phenomenal. I had to rewind it so Colby, because he was looking down for a second, I was like, no, you got to see that dick talk. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're right. I did need to see that. Yeah. So with for that alone, uh, I'm honestly surprised that got an R rating. Yeah, that's it's unlike anything I've ever seen. It's a lot of dick. I expected more. Interesting. To be honest, based on its reputation. It's that scene is its reputation. But I expected more of that, to yeah. be honest. I mean, fair enough. But it was just nine. If this movie had come out this year, there'd be well, that's so what I'm much super more dick. Maybe they're not going to blur his dick in the new Borat like they did in the first one. No, but the blur was funny because it was such it a was big... It was super long. <laughs> <such> a, <laughs> yeah. And they didn't have to blur the other dudes because he was so big, his stomach covered it. Yeah. But you see his balls in like very close to his asshole. Yeah, you do get balls in Borat. There's... Okay, yeah. Because that's the notorious scene from Borat is the naked fight. Which uh, pretty gross is is extreme in terms of it's a lot of nudity and it's a lot of people being subjected to nudity who didn't sign up for it. No, and it's very funny, but it's so funny. It's hysterical, and you can't can't not laugh watching it. There's it's impossible. I think. Do you mean to tell me that the the man who tried to put the rubber fist in my anus was a homosexual? The the fact that in Borat uh, a rubber fist continues throughout the whole movie uh keeps getting callbacks (laughs) it's genius writing it's fantastic that's all i can say (laughs) and in uh the the virginity thing in bruno he goes to a swingers party which is also pretty extreme because these people are actually fucking he's in rooms with people not porn stars no like having sex with each other very average people uh, having sex and the, it's gross and it's hysterical. It's censored, but not the noises. Not a lot. It's only no. kind of censored. It's only kind of censored. Like the movement, you know what positions they're in. <laughs> you know exactly what's happening. He you almost, just... he like almost gets beat up there. Well, because, okay, so there's. <laughs> he might be asking for it though. He, there's this guy that he makes show like sex positions on him. And then later that guy is banging somebody and he goes. <laughs> You're doing a great job. And just keeps like patting his back. And he back. says, look me in the eyes me in the while eye. he's having sex with this woman. And the woman's like, why would he want to look at you when you got a pussy right here? She's gross. I'm sorry. She did kind of sound like that. <laughs> I know. It was gross. And uh, he's like, he's like, for concentration. <laughs> and then the guy gets pissed. Yeah, he's like, I don't want no queer shit. Like, I didn't sign up for this. Oh, speaking of... Queer stuff. Uh, let's talk about Ron Paul for a second. Oh, fuck. <laughs> In Bruno. Oh, my God. He's queerer than the Blazes. God. Yeah. And this guy was running for president. Yeah. Yeah. He... Oh, fucking Jesus. Yeah, Ron Paul goes uh, to an interview. Why do you okay. agree to this? <laughs> At this point, Bruno decides that the only way to get famous is to have a sex tape. So he tries to fuck Ron Paul. <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot that was the reason for the interview. <laughs> Oh my god, that's <laughs> even funnier now that I think about it. And the way that he goes about this is he sets up like a faulty light to blow out so he has to go to a second location with Ron Paul. To relax. To while relax. they fix the light. And then he just ends up like slow. Do you like music? Like what kind of music do you like? <laughs> and Ron Paul's just sitting on the bed. Looking so uncomfortable. He hates it and it's it's so funny. And right when he drops, Bruno drops his just oops. <laughs> Uh, he's wearing like a bright pink speedo. Move! Let me out of here! Like Ron Paul, he's quieter than the blazes. And Ron Paul's so small, and Sasha Baron Cohen's six three. Yeah. He's like a little hobbit next to him, a little bit. He's so upset. Oh, oh my god! It's, it's hysterical. so funny. It's so fucking people. Funny. People getting mad at Bruno being gay, which is that, the whole movie. That's the big climax at the yeah. end, which is the funniest thing. Straight Daves. Straight Daves, like, beat down or something it's called. It's some fake UFC fight that he set up. Uh, (laughs) I think in, like, Arkansas or Alabama or something. The promoters and, like, organizers and shit had to have all been in on it, but the audience 100% was not. 
and that that one dude specifically, and you know who I'm talking about, who was losing his goddamn mind before they started kissing. That guy was just kind of scary. He 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 was blackout drunk, I assume, and he he was angry. He was someone was getting hit regardless of reason that evening. So yeah, that guy lost his goddamn mind. But it, yeah, he sets up this UFC type fight, straight Dave. <laughs> Got a cool ass mullet, cool ass uh, uh, mustache, and he it says, "So straight." I cur- we currently both have mustaches. Yeah, oh yeah, never gonna get it, never gonna give you up. He uh, to your mustache, to my mustache specifically. Same. Yeah, he has shirts printed that say "My asshole's just for shitting," <laughs> and pe- he gets people to chant that <laughs> yeah. out in the crowd. <laughs> It's very similar to the rodeo scene in, in yeah, yeah. He's like Except hyping the climax. He's hyping the crowd, yep. getting them super excited to see hopefully. They are dropping a lot of the the slur for homosexuals. Yes, is, there is a lot of that in Bruno. That is we do have to acknowledge that. Yeah, that sure. is rough. Uh there I mean, just like in Borat, uh they're both if if you can be offended, you will be. The characters are bad people. The characters, uh, I mean, especially Bruno. Yes. But Borat, I feel, is more naive. More cultural. Yeah, Culturally different, yeah. Is his character, and Bruno is just kind of bad. <laughs> he, yeah, there's a lot of Hitler jokes. The Paul Abdul scene is phenomenal. <sighs> where, yeah. where he interviews her sitting on uh, people. Yeah, while talking about her love of humanitarian and she work. Answer, she answers a question, uh-huh. and well, then you see the publicist, we gotta go, we gotta get out of here. Well, they're sitting on these these Mexican workers, and uh, one of them is the table, so she grabs a glass of water, and then he goes, oh, would you like something to eat? And then they bring out another guy who's covered in sushi, and that's when the publicist is like, we gotta, we're going, we gotta oh, go. Oh, and there's no way she was in on that. No. No, no, no. The only, as far as we know, the only people that were in on the jokes in these movies were uh, the crew. Well, the celebrity oh, that, wise, yeah, celebrity wise is Pamela, Harrison Ford and Pamela Anderson. And Harrison, yeah, and, and that's really which, it. Well, the celebrities at the end of Bruno who's yes, singing in, the, in the song for sure. Uh, but but it's, what's funny is those two scenes are also still funny, even though they were in on it. Harrison the Harrison is Ford like one is hysterical. Three seconds long. Him just saying "fuck off" fuck is off. So, well, walking out of a restaurant is the he's like, and it's it's the buildup of that show that he's pitching. Oh, that's true. That's to true. the focus group is he's like, and the way that he announces it is, it's like my exclusive interview with Harrison Ford. It's, and then he goes, Harrison Ford, fuck off. And then it ends. And he goes, wow, what did you think? And then that dick starts spinning. And that's when the <laughs> dick starts spinning. What a transition, you know? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> those those people called it, like, satanic. Yeah, they're like, uh, anybody who would watch this has, they're disturbed. They have mental problems. There's a moral defect. And then when he, when he busts into the room to confront them, the guy who just sits back and goes, Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) That's the guy. (laughs) That's the guy. Oh yeah. And like while that dick is spinning, he leans over to the dude who like set up the focus group and he goes, that's mine. (laughs) Would you like some more champagne? (laughs) There's a lot of making fun of uh, Christians in these movies. The gay conversion shit. Oh yeah. I mean, we didn't talk about the church scene in Borat. We did not. We did not. We moved past it. The, (laughs) the, both of us... Have you been around speaking in tongues? Have yes. You, you've experienced it yes. in real life. Okay, we, yeah. I was raised Southern Baptist. And I was raised non-denominational, so I kind of popped around different churches throughout my life. And there was a period where my family went to churches that spoke in tongues. And it never sat well with me. And I always thought it was very uh, crazy. And to put it mildly. It's and scary. <clears throat> It's very uncomfortable if you don't know what we're talking about, like genuinely, because some people don't it's know fair. what speaking it's in tongues yeah. is. It's it's a it's kind of an unknown thing in Christianity. Not a yeah. lot of the like. It's not widely practiced. It's 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 for good reason because it's fucking crazy. Because you're like, oh, it's a call. Oh, this is what we're doing now. Oh. Yeah, it's insane. So. Borat ends up at a church, sleeping in front of a church. I'm assuming that he was not there when no. they opened the church and they set that up. Uh, shortly after. Yeah. But uh, he is in front of a church and goes inside. This is, he's he's lost his best friend. He has no money. He accidentally burnt his plane ticket home. He's down down on his luck. Goes to the church and hears the preachings of this very kind man named Jesus. It's a very charismatic preacher too. The, the worst kind. 
fire and brimstone. Like that kind of You see, it's it's the kind where people are like running through the aisles because they're so filled with the Holy Spirit. I have family members that do that shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a weird it's a weird thing to see. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So he uh, makes his way to the front uh, as he does, and gets on the mic and is. They, they talk- can't believe they give him the I mic. Cannot believe they give him the mic. So many times that he ends up with a microphone in public situations. It's part of the thing that we're just so impressed with. It's baffling, incredible. Um, he he uh, <clears throat> just starts rattling off like, my best friend took all my money. Uh, the woman that I love uh, uh, essentially did what isn't pure. How can I be loved? How can I be loved? And they're like, with Jesus, with, with Jesus. Jesus loves you. And he's like, does Jesus love this person? Does Jesus love this person? Does Jesus love my neighbor? Well, he Not does. He, he, does he says his uh, brother. My, my, okay. The, uh, the, the. Uh, sl- mentally challenged. The slur for uh, a mentally uh, impaired person. Uh, that was commonly used at the time. around 2006 and well before. I would say it started to trickle out after 2006. But in 2006, that word was not the offensive part of this scene. No. By any means. But he, d- he does say it... A lot. In the mic to the crowd. And But the pastor... The pastor... He Smooth. goes. He goes, does Jesus love my R-word brother Bilo? And the pastor goes... He loves your brother Bilo. <laughs> no, he says Bilo. I th- oh no, no, no. The the guy who reads him the telegram that his wife is dead says uh, she was out walking your R word Bilo, and they were eaten by bears. <laughs> the movie's crazy. Back They're to the church. Insane. Back to the yep. church thing, though, because it's it's not done. No, it's not done. <laughs> uh, Borat takes a stab at speaking in tongues, and it's it's it's. it's one of the greatest things that's ever been filmed. The pastor has his hand on his head. A bunch of people are touching him, and he is fully in character speaking they, tongues. And they are also speaking tongues. They are. I have witnessed this happen in sincerity so many times that seeing it happen with insincerity to someone that's playing it in jest, he's just fucking with them the whole time. Phenom- he. They, he go. The pastor says, "Get that tongue a moving," and he sticks his tongue out and starts going <laughs> like it's it's perfect. It lasts like thirty seconds too. It's hysterical. And it's a, I and was he's just last- like shaking his body, like losing. It. And they're fully. Everybody else is fully with him on it. And they're like, "Oh yeah, he's feeling the Holy Spirit. Oh my God, it's surging through him right now." It's phenomenal. It's it's crazy, and he's just absolutely aping it. That made me laugh. I think the hardest in in Borat. The uh, the Christianity uh, swipes in Bruno are specifically within the gay conversion sect of Christianity, and the Westboro Baptist Church has a brief cameo as well. But uh, the gay conversion is <clears throat> two very blatantly gay men who claim they're no longer gay due to Jesus uh, talking to Bruno about how he can stop being gay and one of those one of the tactics is to no longer uh play his clarinet if that reminds him of sucking a dick essentially <laughs> how can i play clarinet anymore <laughs> yeah well how can i play the clarinet he's like well if that if that instrument reminds you of the desire to be with a man then just give it to a good friend <laughs> Let him, let him hold it until you're ready. What, like, whoa. <laughs> but what if I try to put it up in my uh, my Arschwitz? <laughs> oh yeah, dude. <laughs> That's what he calls his ass. His Arschwitz, which is insane. It, I, it's and he goes, well, that, I, I I don't think you should do that because that's not good for your body. Yeah, but only if the reed gets lost up there. <laughs> Those the interactions with the gay converters are. So funny. Yeah, because the the dude who gives that very impassioned speech about how choose Jesus, don't choose men's dicks, essentially. Says, are you hitting on me? Are you hitting on me? Because that that was, like, really hot. The guy is not cool with himself. He's just, you can tell he's like, oh, no, I'm feeling the temptation. Oh, no, I'm feeling the temptation. Uh, And essentially, because of that interaction, he gets passed up to a second tier uh, gay conversion therapy. The evolved form. <laughs> the evolved form. And this guy is an old man who is absolutely gay. Has to be. So, uh, this man 
unprompted just launches into how annoying women are and how uninterested like how he just does not like like women I get it women are annoying (laughs) you don't want to be around them you don't respect them and you're like dude (laughs) and and literally the only thing Bruno says in this whole spiel is right once (laughs) he just just lets the guy talk he just lets the guy talk which is the genius behind most of these movies and Especially now, you see so much of the influence yeah. that these movies have on just so comedy. many yeah. things. We gave the example All Gas No Breaks. Yeah. Shout oh, out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shout out to All He's Gas wearing no the Breaks. same goddamn suit. It's the same suit. And he just lets people talk into a mic. Hardly asks a question. It's genius. People, especially fucked up people, want to talk and they want to be on camera. Yes. And I love seeing that. That's one of the strengths with uh, Borat and Bruno, though, is most of these people are, by all accounts, sober. Yeah. Oh, they're just And they're, they're just, just being themselves. We got the dinner party scene in Borat. Oh, <clears throat> man. With a pastor who leaves because of prostitutes there, just like Jesus would. Jesus never hung out with prostitutes. No, don't read the Bible. Don't read the Bible. Don't read the Bible. <laughs> Take that part out. Uh, but yeah, he brings his bag, his shit in a bag to the host because he doesn't know what to do. Uh, he keeps calling this retired guy the R word because he mishears him. That <laughs> I feel it's the funniest use of the word. It is, and the fact that it's just a southern guy, old man who said retired. Reti- I'm I'm retired. Yeah, I'm retired. And, <laughs> and what Borat hears is the other word yeah. is. It's just hysterical. hilarious. And the, they keep explaining it to him, and he goes, oh, it's very nice that you let him eat dinner with the rest. And they're like, no, he's reti- he doesn't work anymore. No, that's not what the word means. <laughs> they're, like, taking it so seriously, and it is... Oh, my God. I think, I mean, if you haven't seen Borat at this point... Get on it. It's on like Prime. Me. It's on Prime. It's streaming. Uh, you can check it out. And the sequel's coming, is out by the time this episode. I think out. we should do a mini episode. I think we should. At least just a quick follow-up. Yeah. Hopefully it's good. There have been a lot of belated sequels to to comedies that I adore. That Anchorman, <laughs> Dumb and Dumber, my favorite comedy of all time. Same. Atrocious sequel. Yeah. Atrocious. And I'm not talking about Dumb and Dumber, because that's got its moments. When Harry Met Lloyd. On Harry Met Lloyd. That has its moments. Talk about a movie that let's has... Not, a, let's not talk about When Harry Met Lloyd. <laughs> talk about a movie that has not aged well. Oh, no, no, no. <clears throat> uh, what else with... I feel like we're missing some stuff in Bruno. I mean, the baby adoption thing probably has not aged... Well, not it great. was it was offensive when it happened. It was offensive when it happened, and it still is. Uh, <laughs> Bruno is the less smart, I think more offensive yeah Bruno's definitely more offensive it's more of like a straight up stereotype of a character big time Um, and I'm pretty sure I've read in interviews like he's like he's fully aware of what he's doing in that regard he has to be Uh, yes yes. to commit to what he's doing you absolutely have to be yeah Um, so yeah I think I think what it boils down to with both of these movies they follow almost identical plot lines of, the plot is just irrelevant in both. The plot's movies. irrelevant. It's everything that happens in between. It's the absolute craziness of what's going on. The extremity comes from the graphicness of uh, the human body. Honestly, the human so, body is a gross, gross thing. It is, we and learned. it's an absolutely beautiful thing. And it just depends on your views of it. And uh, in America, we're taught to hate bodies, so these movies are extreme in that regard. So there's the fucking reason we're covering these on the goddamn podcast. But we did get some good laughs out of them. Oh my god, I laughed real hard. I, I am relieved and obviously excited that I laughed at both of these movies yep. as much I'm, as I did. Uh, which is more extreme? You said Bruno. Bruno. Which did sure. you like more? Borat, easily. Borat, yeah. Easily. Borat is the better movie. Bruno does feel like a collection of clips. Yeah. What? Where Borat has, like, like, each stop genuinely adds to the character in the story. They stop in Atlanta. They do. We could not tell what part of Atlanta no. they were in. Well, they they go down twenty, and we live like very close to yeah. twenty, the the highway, yeah. and so it, it felt more personal. Borat yeah. did. Yeah. <laughs> That's when he gets kicked out of that nice hotel for uh, walking and going skeet skeet bang bang, just just a couple pimps, no hoes. The one thing I will say he does that, drop the n word. <laughs> he does. Yes. He very does. very uncomfortably. Very uncomfortable. Um, the one thing I will say about both of these movies is that. I mostly just wish that it wasn't, that neither of them had any plots. 
Yeah, I, I wish would be it was, fine with just a clip. I wish it was just clips of him fucking with people. Yeah. True. Like, <clears throat> I wish it was what Jackass was just with his clips. Yeah. You know? Because what Jackass is doing now in lieu of doing the movies is they're doing those scripted with this type of shit, like Johnny Knoxville movies, like the Bad Grandpa and stuff. Right. Which is still funny. I haven't seen them. Uh, Bad Grandpa, I recommend. It's got some really funny gat. He sticks his dick in a vending machine and... <laughs> And then people have to help him out. But he's dressed as the old man character. It's great. I love Johnny Knoxville. <clears throat> yeah. But the wraparound story is really sure. dumb. Uh, uh, some good gags. But uh, the new one also has a wraparound story. It's apparently... I guess the... the to my understanding, we will, we will confirm this on the mini episode that we do to follow up, is that the way he got away with this one, because Borat is way too recognizable, Yeah, uh, is that Borat is back in America, but because he's so recognizable, he's in disguise. So he's playing Borat in disguise as other people. I cannot wait to watch this movie. <laughs> like, and he has his daughter along with him this time, oh who is God. like this no-name actress that is... Go- yeah. <clears throat> I don't need to know anymore. This yep. is going to be good. I, I would rather know nothing going into yeah. it, so this is going to be very exciting. So that will be out soon, and we will absolutely... Yeah. It'll be out, as I've said 16 times already, that will already be out, and you will uh, hopefully know our thoughts uh, pretty soon after you listen to this episode. Yeah. Final thoughts? Final thoughts. I love them. I still love them. Uh, I remember both of them being more extreme, but it was definitely due to my age and the time of when they came out. They're pretty tame by today's standards. Very tame by today's standards. Uh, the majority of what happens in these is on Eric Andre. Most and Eric Andre's naked the majority of the time <laughs> that he does things. So this is this is not extreme by today's standards, but uh, uh, you will get offended if you want to. If you go into it with an open mind, you're going to have a great time. Yeah, I love this shit. Yeah. Uh, Borat is still my favorite of the two. Um, I just think it's a funnier character. Borat's the better of the two. Borat's the, and, and yeah. And what is good about a movie like this is that it withstood the culture shock. Of yeah, it. Like, yeah. it withstood all of the jokes that I heard already because yeah. there were enough other jokes. Like, I, the fact that I didn't even know about the church thing. <laughs> yeah. That just shows that how deep its, you know, bench of jokes yeah. goes. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Like... So many of the jokes are quick two-second clips or cuts of audio even. And it's like those – I can't even remember any of those. But nope. I laughed at so many small things. He has a dig on Trump in Borat. He's shitting in front of the Trump International Tower. Jerking off in front of the Victoria's <laughs> Secret. <laughs> those last like three or four seconds. Yeah, and they're hilarious. All of them are funny. And they're all like hidden camera like on the street shit. And uh, – it, I'm just impressed with it more yeah. than anything. Like that he, he was able to get away with it. Obviously, stay in character, all that stuff. And we'll see with the new one because he uh, he it was partly filmed during COVID. I can't wait. So it's, it's gonna, gonna be, so be it's gonna be fucking crazy. Yeah. It's not the same director. Um, uh, I don't recall. We'll discuss that on that episode. Yeah. So uh, any palate cleansers for you? A new album uh, came out today from a band that I've been waiting on new music from for a while. Um, let me look it up real quick just so I make sure. But the band is uh, called Deep Sea Diver. They're from Seattle. They just popped up in an ad. Did they? That I heard. Uh, they, they on a podcast I listened to, there is an ad for some music like, site or like song breakdown thing. It's not Song Exploder, though. And the featured artist in the ad is Deep Sea Diver. That sounds great. You should send yeah. me that. And it's probably I... because they have this new album. Interesting. I would love to listen to that. I was not familiar with them. Um, this... And I heard it and I was like, Hannah would like this. They're awesome. Yeah. They're awesome. The The new album is called Impossible Wait. Uh, it just came out, I think, honestly, like maybe yesterday, a couple days ago, today, potentially. Word. Um, but By the really time this good. is out, it's it out. It will be out for it. sure. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I've listened, been listening to it all day today. It's really good. I'd heard a couple singles so far. It's It's like indie pop rock, a lot of synth stuff. Uh, really badass uh, female singer. Um, I saw them live at the Earl a uh, few years oh, yeah. ago, and they put on an incredible live show. And I've been a fan of them for for a few years now, and nice. was very excited when the album came out. And it has been great so far. Word. I'm excited to keep listening to it. Anything for you? Uh, Ghost of Tsushima. 
Hell yeah, you're back on video games, baby. I'm back on video games. I'm playing the shit out of Ghost of Tsushima. I didn't just start it. I started it around when it came out, more or less. I got You've it. had it for a while. I've had it for a while, and I played probably a total of like five hours. And I was like, I love this game. And then I just kind of stopped playing. Uh, but I've been playing a fuck ton of it uh, this time around and loving it. He texted me at 2 a.m. the other night. I go to bed at 9.30 most nights. I was shocked. Yeah, I uh, I was up playing Ghost of Tsushima. I'm, I'm well. so happy for you. Yeah, it's fucking great. I'm really enjoying it. And it, oh, the sword mechanics are just so satisfying. <laughs> uh, and in terms of music, I've been listening to a lot of uh, Thelonious Monk has a new, po- obviously posthumous because he's long dead. Um album that was recorded at a high school called Palo Alto, and it was recorded a bootleg recording by the janitor, and it's a really cool jazz recording that I, I highly recommend. I said that on the last. Did I? I'm still listening to I think to you've it. already used that as a palate cleanser. It doesn't count. Well, I said Ghost of Shishima, so okay, that counts. there that we counts. go. That counts fine. Um, what's funny is that we're currently giving palate cleansers for Borat and Bruno. Yeah, we just want to talk about other cool We shit. just like talking about the things that we like, so there you go. Check them exactly. out if you like. Yep. Um... I think that's all we've got for you guys. Uh, keep a lookout for our, our mini episode. We're not sure what uh, movie we're going to watch next. No, we'll let but, you know, though. Uh, we'll let you guys know. We're excited about the month of December coming up. Yeah, we got something very great planned. <laughs> we're super excited. Very, very excited. So with that, uh, we'll let you know what's coming up next. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Hit us up at our email, celladrollerspodcast at, pod. Pod at gmail.com. Yep. Uh, I'm Christian. I'm Colby. Are you? Sometimes. Thanks, guys. We're the Cellar Bye. Bye.